You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott, an old soul in a young world. Tune in, tune in, tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself, internal wealth. Tune in to old soul in a young world. Welcome. We are here on another week. Ah! Oh no. <laughs> that didn't go as planned. Uh, uh. Welcome. Welcome to Old Soul in the Young World. I just popped a bottle of champagne because we both get lit and it spilled all over my sock. But you know, we still in here. Day, y'all. I don't know if y'all can hear that. We pouring our cups up. Um, to all y'all out there, happy Mother's Day. We are recording this on Mother's Day. But you know, guys, my old souls, my young souls, and all my damn souls in between, you are tuning in for another week of Old Soul in the Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie. And I hope y'all are starting off the week right. You know, clearly I'm not. I'm just popping balls of champagne and spilling them on myself. Um, but if that's how you want to start your week, then fuck it. Maybe you are doing it right, you know? Um... So I know, you know, guys, uh, being my conscious self, um, I've been trying to drink my damn water. I've been trying to mind my own damn business for the last week. Um, after having AJYBG on the show, shout out to AJ for coming on, um, chopping it up about self-health, mental health, drinking more water, eating more fruit, and overall just being a conscious person. Um, if you guys did miss that, go tune in. We have, you know, half of the episode out on um, the Old Soul Young World YouTube page, and we have the full audio out live on Spotify um, and other streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. Um, but you know, guys, the real special shout out uh, goes to A Vibe Podcast Entertainment for podcast production support and for supporting Old Soul Young World in their amazing studio every week to record in. Um, tune in to a Vibe podcast every single Wednesday exclusively on Spotify. And we're about to kick it off with some real cultural vibes this week. You know, um, some of y'all may know, some of y'all might not, but there has been a holiday going on the past month. Um, something that I feel my soul deserves to be talked about because it's more than a holiday. It's really a sacrifice in a way. Um, it's something that you have to celebrate and be conscious of because you're giving something up so that you can recognize something greater. Um, you know, in, in recognition of diversity on Old Soul in the Young World, in celebration of understanding what it means to be a different type of soul or any type of soul at all. Um, we're going to break down this week about some myths and theories and facts about Ramadan. Um, fasting and also smoking a little bit of hookah. You know, guys, we got to get into those vibes. Um, we got to feel it. You know, um, there's so many parts of that religion that we don't know about. And, you know, some people like to say, oh, yeah, it's just uh, smoking hookah goes into it. No, there's a lot more than that. So just so you guys know not all it's about um but we are going to have really two cool people on the show this week two soulful people on the show this week um who are from two different walks of life who are two different genders um two different races but who both celebrate and are fasting for ramadan um so you know welcome to the show remy and welcome mo i'm so happy to have you guys happy to be here 
What's going on? How are you guys feeling? I'm good. Feeling good. Feeling rejuvenated. We just actually broke our fast a couple minutes ago. Well, a couple minutes ago? Yes, yeah, 7.54. Um, oh, broke snap. Yeah. Y'all go long all <laughs> oh, yeah. day. Oh, yeah. Sunrise oh, to sunset. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. Saying Remy oh. and Mo, I just have to say, it kind of reminds me of Tom and Jerry. And I just, <laughs> just want to keep it. Tom and I'm sorry. I don't know why I had to throw that out there. Um, but that's super cool, guys. So, so you you just broke your fast for the whole entire day, or for the week, or the for the whole day? The day. Okay. And you're both been doing this for how long? For the people listening in. So, so I was born and raised Muslim. So, I started fasting when I was eight years old. Um, how it works is that it's 30 days out of the year. Um, you fast from sunrise to sunset. So what, 16, 17 hours a day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No food, no water, none of it for sunrise to sunset. But after sunset, you can have a big feast, you know. But usually people who fast all day, their stomach shrinks. So you don't eat as much. Even after it's time to eat, you don't eat as much. Wow. Uh, yeah. And I've uh, been doing it since I was eight. Long time, 12 years. And so, uh, just curious, like, you didn't say, oh, I started when I was five or four. Like, what, uh, is eight a specific age, or was that a, is that a family choice? It's more of a personal choice, personal. I'd say. Usually kids aren't, um, you know, uh, required to fast, because, you know, they're only kids. Um, usually people like to see their children fast by age 11, 12. Mm-hmm. But I just start at an early age, personally. Yeah, I was a kid. I wanted to be like my parents. I wanted to fast. So, yeah. <laughs> Are your parents fasting? You're like, hey, yeah. I don't want to eat either. I don't want to drink Proud either. Proud mama and dad. Yep. That's an old soul in the young world right there. You're it all is. young. Like, hey, I want to give myself for yeah. this. So that's <laughs> yeah. really cool. Yeah. And cool. Um, Rachel, just so people can kind of get an idea of like the differences between you guys and like what you're about and where you come from. What kind of family background do you come from? And when have you been fasting um, since? So, I mean, I grew up, you know, in a predominantly Catholic family. Um, So, you know, no hints or traces of Ramadan anywhere. But um, in the recent years, I had made friends in college. I'd met Mo through my job and kind of learned more and more about it on my own and never really, you know, didn't pay strong attention to it until like the last maybe one or two years. And I don't know what shifted in my brain, but I just said, I want to learn more about this because it's on our calendar, right? You know, we... We go to school and, you know, you see like holidays like, you know, this isn't Ramadan related, but you see like Yom Kippur and you see all yeah. like these and you the day you have off from school. Right. And right. Like, what. But what are they like? What what's behind them? What's their story? You know, like we have Christmas, but what is Ramadan? And so I said, you know what? I need to learn about this. Like, I want to know um, more about it. And so I basically just asked some of those friends that celebrate it that are Muslim. Like I said, hey, you know, I want to do this this year. I really seriously want to fast and um you know like what's the process like what you know what's really the meaning behind it and one of my friends his name is Fessel shout out to Fessel um said shout out Fessel, Fessel who also has a podcast by the way his fa- he, he wants to come on he, the podcast oh no he also has a podcast oh, it's, it's called the, the Fessel. Fessel podcast so hey. check him out on YouTube that's what's up <laughs> And so Festival basically told me, you know, Rachel, like what it is, is, you know, from like Mo was saying from sunrise to sunset, we fast. Um, but there's a lot more of it 
a lot more to it than just fasting. I'm sorry. So like, um, basically what it is, is, you know, you could go through the motions, you could pray, you could fast. But the thing is, if you're really just going through the motions, you're not really getting the full effect of the holiday. You Mm -hmm. really want to try and get some sort of an emotional connection. It's about growing closer to God. It's about giving charity to those who have less and really taking a step back and like reflecting on, you know, someone's, you know, your life or someone's life that, you know, of, of someone like of a person that has no food to eat. Like you feel that for that time and you're like, you know, how, you know, oh my gosh, like how hard must this be for these people that they have no food? Like think of the people out in um, it's been on the news recently. Well, I mean, Yemen, Palestine, you know, um, even India with the coronavirus thing, yeah. you know, crisis over there right now, or just, you know, specifically Yemen right now, kids are like starving, babies are starving. And, you know, and to think like that's their daily life. And, you know, we're just not eating until the sunset. We're really blessed. And so that's another Facts. reason why I wanted to do it. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that, um, thank you, Rachel, for saying that. It's like, yeah, it's super cool um, to see people of two different cultures. And like, I don't mean to like call you out like this, Rachel, refer to you as like a white girl, but like kind of like, you you know what I mean? Like seeing a white girl just be involved (laughs) in a culture that I think a lot of people are very um, just unsure about or standoffish to because they don't know what's behind it. They don't know the reasoning of it. Um, and I think that in the United States specifically, we are so um, materialistic and we are so caught up in our own American culture that we forget that there are other people out there going through that struggle or even, you know, this holiday, I don't even know how long it's been around for, but it's been centuries, I'm sure, and centuries and centuries of people making the conscious decision too fast for the purpose of keeping your mind in the place where you're not just thinking about yourself all the time. That's like mm-hmm. what I get from what you guys are saying to me, exactly. um, which is so selfless. You know what I mean? And like, actually a question for you, Mo, if Absolutely. you don't mind. Uh, of um, I don't mind. And Rachel, I hope this oh. doesn't offend you. No, it's just no, like, no. I want the people to understand, yeah. like, yeah. is it offensive to you or your culture that Rachel not being Muslim is fasting or celebrating that holiday? Absolutely is that, not. Okay. Oh, I love okay. it. I love so that. That's so, accepted. That's I'm, like welcome. I'm, I'm so proud of her for doing that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been telling her, like, I'm so proud of you that you thank made you. it this far. Seriously. It's been 27 oh, days. I, that's what I was. Oh, thank you. That's what honestly I was worried about in the beginning, you know, and that was one of the things um, that I had. I think I don't know if I had asked you or Jesse and I had spoken about it before. And, and you know, that was my biggest thing. I said, hey, you know, especially the festival, like, is this cool? Is this all right? Because I'm from, you know, catholic background is this like you know an insult or something to you know is this okay and he said oh it's but like it's awesome it's you know beautiful that you're opening your eyes to a new culture and i said okay you know i and i truly you know meant it when i said i was going to do it so just just want that was just curious just for any listeners who are listening in who might be a little confused or Mm -hmm. might not know um what's okay or what's not okay because personally i didn't know you know what i mean um i thought it was super cool when i first heard about her doing it but i was like is she muslim is she part of that culture? Is she part of that religion? Do you have to be like accepted into something so that you can then celebrate that holiday? Or it's just um, by choice, which is what it kind of seems. The thing is, Islam, you know, they're accepting of everyone, mm. anyone, you know, you know, you go to the mosque, you see people, you know, for example, like atheists, for example, or like, you know, or Christians, they want to, you know, explore and get more knowledge 
you know, in Islam, everyone in the mosque there is so welcoming. They're like, hey, absolutely, come here, let me help you. Do you have any questions? Um, is there anything I could do for you? You know, we're very welcoming to anyone, absolutely anyone. And I feel the same way with Rachel. You know, any questions she has, I, I'm, I tell her, I'm like, ask me, ask me any question you need, yeah. you know. Yeah. Come here, my little Padawan. Come under my arm. Let me show um, you the way. My yeah. Panda. Yeah. And the, the thing that's beautiful about Ramadan is, too, it makes you realize, it makes you appreciate what your blessings and what you have. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure everyone here, you could go to the fridge anytime you want and get something to eat. You, you know, you right. want to, you want to, you know, get a cup of water. It's there. Not everyone has that. Right. So, you know, doing this, you know, God's purpose of us doing this is to make us feel with the people who aren't so fortunate, you yes. know, to have these blessings, to, you know, to motivate us, you know, to give charity, you know, to help the needy. You know what I mean? I think it's something beautiful. It's hard. It's definitely hard to do, you know, yeah. but. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's like when I opinion. hear you guys say it, I just keep hearing like cleansing, cleansing, cleansing. Yeah. Like you're literally cleansing like, it sounds soul, like a literally. soul, body, yeah. mental, like oh, yeah. like a, a spiritual reminder type. Oh, like yeah. everything. And then it, it makes me question us because it's like, okay, in my family, in my culture, my whole life, we celebrate Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, how do we celebrate Christmas? We buy mad gifts. We give mad gifts. <laughs> we eat mad food. I don't see a lot of sacrifice being given. Yeah, there's like Good Friday and you can give up stuff for like, um, you know, whatever, like yep. Palm Sunday or like there's like certain little things. But um, it's just I've never fully looked into Ramadan. Like Rachel said, you see it on the calendar. You see it. Oh, in school, like it's written on the calendar. Mm -hmm. But nobody talks about it um, yeah. because I think and me and Rachel actually have talked about this before. I think there is a sense of negativity that comes with. Um, the culture, unfortunately, and unfortunately, yeah. um, mm. I don't know how you feel about that, Mo, but like kind of like an Islamophobia, I feel like we have in the United States. Yeah. And it's so unfortunate when I hear of people like you guys who are like down to earth, cool ass people. We're all vibing. We're all chilling in the same room. We and you're telling it. me like, <laughs> yo, my culture, like we vibing on a vibe we podcast. Vibe. <laughs> we out here. <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a fucking vibe. Um, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. people who are, can be so relatable, it's like somebody could hear you speaking about this and they could just judge you off the bat for your name being like Muhammad. Oh, Do you absolutely. know what I mean? Or like absolutely. you even like being or Rachel, you being like in Ramadan when you're right. white. Like, I don't exactly. know. I feel like a lot mm -hmm. of negative connotation comes when it's such a positive culture. Yeah, I mean, the month of Ramadan, how I see it, it's a month of purity, self-control, and mental strength. That's all it is. Snaps for Mo. <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Yep. <laughs> um, but with the whole Islamophobia thing, I've went through it, uh, you know, growing up, you know, through middle school, through high school. You know, I've definitely been through it. It's It sucks, but, you know, they're... You gotta, you gotta feel bad for them. Pity them. They don't know. They don't right. know. They don't know any better. Right. You know what I mean? They listen to, you know, the media. The media telling, them, oh, all Muslims are terrorists. They're terrorists and all that. But I don't blame. I blame the media. hundred percent. And yeah. I think a huge thing was rolled into nine eleven. And it's like yep. after nine eleven, there was already always a, a stigmatism um, against you know people of your culture when. The thing is, we cannot take one situation and apply that to a whole group of people, right. no matter what situation right. it is. If you want to bring that to, um, 
even to Black Lives Matter protests or to um, cop brutality. It's like one bad person doesn't mean they're speaking for a whole community or a whole group. Um, And when we can disconnect from that and realize Mm -hmm. that hate goes away, you know, hate only causes more hate. Um, So it's just cool, like having you guys being able to be open and like actually like, you know, not be closed off about it and and be able to bring this to the people and be like, hey, we're just regular people and this is what we're about. Absolutely, because one bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. (laughs) 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 I'm out coming with my non-singing ass voice. (laughs) Yeah, I can't sing for my life either. (laughs) Hey, no, that's nice. Thank you. That's great. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, like, besides the actual, um, you know, uh, fasting portion of Ramadan, is there, like, another, um, is there anything else that you're expected to do or not do? Or is there, like, another layer to that that people wouldn't know about? Yeah. um, So, you know... All year round, we're supposed to pray five times a day. Oh, um, I didn't know round. that. Yeah, five times a day. Um, Specific times? Uh, so basically, one in the morning, uh, two during the day, one in the evening, and one at night. Um, you're expected to do that in Ramadan too. Um, a lot of people pray extra in Ramadan because it's such a holy month. So people you know, pray extra. They go to the mosque a lot more. Uh, during the month of Ramadan, there's a prayer called uh, Tarawih prayer. Um, that's every day during Ramadan. It's a long, long prayer. So what they, you know, what they, you know, you guys heard of the Quran, obviously, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They try to finish the whole Quran in the Tarawih prayer, you know, during the month of Ramadan. Wow. Mm-hmm. Long prayers that night. If I sound stupid, I apologize. No, 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 The Quran's no, no, no. a Bible. Quran, it, it's it's right? the holy book of Islam. The holy book. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. So, you know. Comparable. Comparable. Okay, like, yeah. you know, Bible to Christianity, Quran to mm. Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but of course, you know, during the COVID now, it's not, it doesn't happen as often, you know, because it's a gathering. Okay. You I know, see. of course, COVID-19 gone the way of that. But hopefully next year, you know. Yeah. We'll go back to normal. Uh, yeah, um, um, another thing, you know, besides food and water, you do have to give up, you know, like sexual activities. You can't, you can't do it during Ramadan. And is that by choice? Like are any of these by choice or is it like if you're doing one, you're kind of like required to do the other or? No, no. So just like food and water, you know, it's a big sacrifice, you know, for people. And so is, you know, you know, like sexual activities that's also a big sacrifice for people and you know if you do anything you know not to sound weird but if you do anything like sexual during the day you, uh, that invalidates your fest that's oh. it oh yep. so even if you didn't eat but you like had sex yeah, you, you, you your know, fast would be like it. it's, it's done it's invalidated well, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the, what we went back to about the cleansing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like that purifying yeah, exactly. of the body. Purity. There yeah. it is. Purity, yeah. mental strength, and self-control. That's all it is. Facts. Mm-hmm. I have one question, just because I I have to ask this. So, on that, what about, um, I've read, you know, I've actually read in the Quran, I don't know if this is correct, mm-hmm. but can a husband and wife during the month of Ramadan, is that permitted or Ooh, no? To be honest, that's that is, a good one. That is a good question. Some people say yes, some people say no. 
So that's preference. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I don't know. I really don't know the answer to that question, to be completely honest. So I don't want to say yes. I don't want to say that's no. Cool. You don't have to. But oh, yeah. I've, yeah. You know, some people say, yeah, it's fine. And some people say, no, it's not. OK, got yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Got you. Mm -hmm. and, cool. um, just on my own, I was doing a little research, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to come unprepared. And, you know, so um, I was looking up about Ramadan mm -hmm. and how it starts over. Uh, it starts after the first sighting of the moon over the city of Mecca. Have you, do you know Mecca? Have you heard of Mecca? Oh. It's like the holy city. Oh, it's the holy yes. city, Mecca. Yeah, I've never been there. But, okay. you know, as a Muslim, you are required to go there at least one time in your lifetime if, you know, if you have the ability to, you know. So, like, if you don't have, you know, the money for it, if you don't have the health for it, you don't have to. But, you know, if you're in good standing, you're expected to go there at least once in your life to do pilgrimage. Have you, anyone here heard of pilgrimage? Have you guys I ever? Have. Oh, yeah, there <laughs> oh, you go. So I, um, the reason why I just want to mention it real quick, and then I'm out. Um, not out like gone, but I'm. Oh know, no, she's staying on, on this whole damn podcast. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. But I mean, and then I'm, you know, I'll be quiet. But um, I was talking to Jess about this not too long ago too about the book The Alchemist, oh, and this is the one first of my time. Favorites. Oh, so good. But and one of the things the guy said is the word you know pilgrimage and about this like the little. The shepherd, was it Santiago or was it... Sa I believe it was Santiago. The shepherd boy, he made a pilgrimage to... Well, he was on his way to Mecca. And I think the interesting part of the story was the whole point of The Alchemist. I mean, I don't know if I should spoil the book or not, but the whole point of it is <laughs> is just about finding your inner self and finding that the answer really lies within. And you don't have to search for something, search for something all the time. When it's already technically inside of you you know you, sometimes the answer isn't you know across the sea or something you know right. or um so it reminded me of that the pilgrimage and the reason i brought that up too is because a lot of um that book actually got me kind of more into the culture because what santiago he was i think from like it's been a while um it's been a while but he was I oh from yeah. south america so he wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. like muslim or anything but he made that pilgrimage through like i don't know he made it all the way to to um to the Middle East somehow. I don't know if he like he, he probably sailed there, you know, in the time of that book. And he was talking about how he heard all like these different languages and like Arabic and um he talked to the shop owner. Anyway, long story short, it was about him trying to find himself. And I feel like um, I'm going to go back to you in a, one second, Mo. But no I feel like yep. in the book, him looking for things physically, it kept almost directing him back to internally. Like he would try to find something in the physical and the messages would keep going back to like the answers in you type vibe, yeah. um, which he ended up finding out. So if y'all haven't read The Alchemist, please go check it read out. It. One of my favorite books, one of Remy's favorite books. Um, it is uh, it's really soul uplifting. Um, and it makes you open your own mental to new concepts. So, um, but could, so what is pilgrimage from your, uh, perspective? So have you ever like seen like, you know, if you look up like on Google, like Islam, like you've seen like a big, like black cube ever? No. Um, I feel like when I was doing some research, I saw it, Yeah. but I didn't know. I just like oh. scrolled past it. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So basically what you do in pilgrimage, um, you have to walk around the cube seven times, walk around, um, to be completely honest, um, I'm not, you know, that, you know, I don't have that much knowledge on it. But based on what I do know, you do have to 
walk around it seven times. Men have to shave their heads, you know, no facial hair. Um, no, um, actually, no, I think you can't have facial hair, but you have to shave your head. Uh, you have to walk, again, you have to walk around the, the big, it's called the Kaaba in Arabic. Is this in Mecca? It's in Mecca. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in Mecca. Yeah, and then there's two um, big mountains in Mecca called As-Safa and Al-Marwa. That's what it's called in Arabic. Mm-hmm. You have to walk from each mountain to the, to the other seven times. <laughs> One day I'll be able to do it myself. Yeah. I'm sorry if I don't have a lot of knowledge about it. Um, no, I, I appreciate whatever you're bringing easy. to the yeah, table. That's, yeah. That's, uh, that's basically what I know yeah. of it. You know, constant, awesome. constant praying, constant, you know, worshiping, yeah. you know, of course. So I um, did read about it. The, the only reason I brought it up, I thought it was super interesting that it said that um, in Mecca, the only people allowed in Mecca, you have to be Muslim. Like they don't let people in who are mu- not Muslim. Oh, no, I didn't. Really? I, that's what I read, and I was like, I "Is this just a Google myth?" No, and that's I, I why think, I was going to bring it up. But I if think, you don't, I don't know, know, then no, no, I don't know. So I know. Fuck I, it. <laughs> no, that, that's that's not true. Okay, that's, okay, that's definitely as I said before. I was like, Damn, it looks so beautiful. Like I would want to go to this no, holy city. Like that's, that, that's yeah. definitely not true. I, I know Rach wants to go. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Not true. A myth, a lie. Like I said, Islam is welcoming to everyone. Okay. So anyone can go there. You don't have to be Muslim to go there. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I misinterpreted. Maybe it was saying, like, if you're Muslim, they want you to go into life. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. They want you to what? Like, again? to go in your lifetime if you're Muslim. Oh, yeah. They you do. Know, they do. To visit At that. At least once. Yeah. Like I said, if you're not able to, you know, you're not, you know, you don't have the money for it. Or, yeah. You know, you don't have the health for it. Right. That's, you don't have to. And another option you have is that someone can go do it for you. So someone can go there, do the pilgrimage for you, and be like, okay, this is for this person. Damn, you're really putting someone on your back with that. Oh, yeah. You're like, yo, I will carry you from those mountains. Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> no, and, yeah that, that's also a thing. You could, there's just one time this beautiful. man, this man. That is he, beautiful. This man put his mother on his back and was <gasps> and was walking around, you know, the, the Kaaba, the big black box. I'm going to cry. Seven that was beautiful. times. He went, you know, from mountain to mountain, Al-Safa and Al-Marwa, they're called, seven times with his mom on his back. And, you know, and his mom got, the, you know, the rewards for it. And another thing is, you don't, so if someone does it for you, you don't have to go with them. They can go do it by themselves. Okay. Like, oh, this is for this this person. So, like, you know, if someone's, again, if someone's sick, you know, and doesn't have the money, yeah. A friend of theirs can go be like, or like, you know, a family member. Like they can, can vouch go. for them. Yeah. Kind of be like, yeah, I'm going for them. Yeah. That's very interesting. See, yeah. I never even knew that was a thing. That's like, yeah. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's, there's, you know, alternatives. You yeah. 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 God likes to make things easy on people. Right. Ooh. And it's yeah. like, if you're already going out of your way to do something that's spiritually making you better or trying to help somebody else be better, like, I feel like, why not? Yeah. You know, so, yeah. um, and you know, Rachel, I know Rachel's snacking a little bit because oh, she just, no, she just broke her fast. <laughs> Mo just broke, broke his fast. It's awesome. Um, but you know, Rachel, whenever you're comfortable, I just am kind of wondering, like, why did you want to start fasting? I know you said like that you met people and stuff. Um, but like, what does it actually mean to you as yourself, as a person of your culture, your dynamic, to actually keep going through the whole month. Because it's not like, guys, it's not a day you're fasting. It's not a week you're fasting. It's a, a whole, whole month. damn month. Like, that yeah. has to be something within you. It's like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to wake up and make this something that I'm going to accomplish. Um, uh, so It was my, um, 
honestly, just the, you know, I said, if I've started this and I, you know, have already gone this far, I want to finish it. I, I don't want to stop now. Like I, I just wanted to challenge myself kind of as a test of strength, but I also did it because of a more deeper reason. I wanted to get closer to God. You know, I wanted to feel some, some sort of a connection that was more than I had in my life before. And Mm -hmm. I found, I mean, after doing it for my first Ramadan this, you know, this month, I feel like I have gotten closer to God. So that was one thing, getting closer to God. Another thing was just to kind of reevaluate myself and um, kind of see like where I'm at in life, kind of have like a a one-on-one per se, like with myself and God. And um, that's one of the reasons why I did it too. And just also for my appreciation and just love of of the culture too. Have you honestly like be straight up? Have you struggled? Has it been difficult? Oh, yeah, like I'm no. sure people are saying like, <laughs> "What do you course. mean, bitch? You don't no. eat all day. You don't drink no water." Sorry, I called you a bitch. I didn't mean it like that. I meant like you, my girl. Like bitch. Like bitch. No, it's good. Honestly. I need to show my mouth old to a young world. No, you an old in a young world. No, but something that we need. <laughs> Forgive us. Um, <laughs> forgive us but um uh, honestly though um actually wait can you repeat the no question? more bottles on the show no more bottles oh. on the show <laughs> nobody at podcast wants to drink over there. <laughs> <laughs> no but honestly so honestly, okay okay um for the past month when you've been fasting like i said it's like it's not easy to want to no, keep it's not easy you know doing that so yeah did you struggle like your first day when you woke up and you're like all right i'm not eating today oh, i'm course. not drinking today what have you felt like what has been your hardest struggle or like do you feel like you're gonna pass out like the I first feel like i would the first day i did it oh it was incredibly hard it's like going on a i mean this is you know just an example like but going on a diet for the first time or anything i mean that's kind of a it's different because Switch you can still keto, eat, but like. you know, not even an intermittent fast, like you stop eating at seven at night or something, but not eating for the whole day, not only no food, no water. And like one of the biggest, Oof, the water, one of the biggest oh, that things, would really kill me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that's one of the biggest things that, um, that, you know, struck me and that does so many people. I'm going to use a really like, I don't know, like, I guess it's kind of cheesy, but on TikTok, right? There's a bunch of these creators and who, you know, who are Muslim or who are like, um, who celebrate Ramadan and on the caption, like they have their friend on the TikTok and they're like asking them not even water. And they're like, no. And so that's like a big thing that I don't know if Mo can agree on this or not, but like do a lot of people say, oh, not even water, you know? Actually. Yeah. So in high school, when I used to fast in high school, um, I used to play football when I was fasting. So it used to to be 90. Bless your soul. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. How you did that? Bless you. 90, 90, 95 (laughs) degrees. You got the helmet on. You got the pads on. And like I said, it's 90 degrees out. You're running. You're playing football. And then then when it's time for break, you see all these people chugging cold water. Oh, God. And I'm just looking at them like. That must hurt your soul. (laughs) Like Like you feel good, but it also hurts at the same time. And then then I take my phone. I'm like, it's only noon. (laughs) (laughs) It's only noon. Mo, this was you back then. (laughs) Mo was like invincible type shit. I am Iron Man. (laughs) I like that. Seriously, a superhero. I like that. 
Uh, yeah, one of the cutest things, and I apologize, I'm like chewing and eating, but girl, you need it. I want of, you to pass out on the show. You ain't eat all day, girl. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> one of the cutest things like that I, I have seen though was um was a comment. I don't know if it was like a post or something. Um it was a comment under one of those Ramadan TikTok videos where this this woman had written when I was in school I used to think that my Muslim friends were superheroes because they didn't, you know, as a little girl, because they didn't wow. eat all day or drink. And she viewed them as like superheroes. Like, how do they do it? You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. she didn't. When you're a little kid, you don't always comprehend like, oh, wait, they eat at sunset. You right. eat, you know, right. but just not during the day. And the fact of having that self-control, even as a kid, like Mo at eight years old, like I am not going to eat and uh-huh. I'm not going to drink. And it's like, little, I just picture well. little Mo like wanting a snack, but being like, no, I'm not going to take the snack. Yeah. You know, like that's some Iron Man shit. Like, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I look up to Iron Man. <laughs> you know, I will say so in our group chat, we were talking about like some music and stuff. And um, we were looking at some uh, Muslim musicians and Rach was like, oh, he's like so good looking. And <laughs> And Mo sends a, a picture of Iron Man. He's like not as good looking as him, though. And I was like, you know what? I was like, that's facts. That's facts. That is facts, right? <laughs> um, oh, that's great. But um, so your struggle, Rach, I know, is obviously just getting adapted to just adapting to. That was the initial yeah. struggle. I mean, even now, you know, it's um, it's still not easy, but it's become you know more of a routine and it does it's like you know it becomes a routine like do you feel like your body physically adjusts to it though because mm. i know most of that like he's like oh after Absolutely. you stop like your stomach gets a little or your it shrinks yeah your shrinks. stomach shrinks yeah. a little mm-hmm. you do lose i mean you do lose weight yeah you do because you're not really i mean you might not lose a ton of it if you're eating a you know for example a lot at a lot at night but if you're not you know if you're just eating like the regular meals you would yeah you know like a regular dinner portion or something you do your stomach shrinks you lose some weight so that's a positive of the physical health aspect Mm -hmm. and even the mental health of just kind of cleaning out your body of toxins and um it reduces i honestly felt a large reduction of stress during ramadan really yeah really wow yeah so it's different effects on everybody. I think, you know, like... I think... Well, it's, her, it's your first year, correct? Right, yeah. So it's... And Mo, you've been going for mo- uh, many... 12 years. Okay. 20, so. yeah, 12 years. Yeah. So probably different effects on different people depending on the stage that yeah. they're at. Yeah. Um, and, and so when sunsets, I'm just, just curious for the listeners out there too, when sunsets, it's like a fucking free-for-all. Like y'all can just <laughs> shove like any fast food, anything you want yeah. in your mouth. As like, long as it's not pork. As long as it's not, there you go. Good job, as Rachel. As long as it's not pork? Yeah, you can't, you can't eat pork okay. in Islam. Yep. But um, meat, like chicken, oh, anything, uh, else, anything yes. else. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, yeah. Pork, that's it. Okay. You can't have pork. No alcohol. Do no you alcohol. know, if you don't know, it's fine, but do you happen to know the reason why there's no pork? So... Pigs are very filthy animals. Okay. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, all right? You Pigs, roll around. Let's leave yeah, it there. They, 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 they eat their own crap, you know. They, they, they play in their own crap. They, they're, they're, they're gross. Oh so, so there's nothing that Muslims specifically have against pigs where they're like... No, it's, just, it's just, you know... They just look down on that. It's, it's, it's like they're so unsanitary. And, you know, and, you know... When pigs eat their own shit, obviously, you know, that that's, you know, some of like the toxins can get in their meat. And people are like, oh, we clean the meat. Like, no, you can't fully clean yeah, like, yeah. No, the meat. There's always going to be something there. Yeah, yeah. There's always going to be bacteria. There's always going to be a, you know. Well, I'm a vegetarian, so we could have a whole oh, show about this conversation, there but we're go. not going to do it to the people tonight. <laughs> so. 
But that's mostly the mean the main reason because it's, it's an unsanitary animal, which yeah. is why God doesn't want us, you know, to eat them. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel that. Yeah. Um, I, may, I may have sounded pretty harsh there, but no, no, no it makes sense. I, mean, I get, Jewish I get people, what you're saying. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah Jewish people too. They oh, yeah, don't Jewish eat pork. people too. They can't eat pork it's not either. Kosher. Well, that's that's where that is where I heard mm-hmm. it that's first. Right. Yeah, yeah. Rachel. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Well, not really, but yeah, Judaism. <laughs> yeah, <me either. laughs> um, and so you guys are now coming on your end of month of Ramadan. Am right. I correct? Yes. Day, tw- day twenty-seven. <laughs> Congratulations, guys! You. You're almost there. Um, so this episode, actually, it's super awesome coincidence and how things work out in the universe mm-hmm. that we're going to be dropping this episode um, on the week that Ramadan is ending. Wow. Um, so what is the actual date of Ramadan ending? The so 12th? 13th it, it, or 12th? It, it depends on the moon. So oh, right now, right now, people that's are beautiful. Sit, right. Yeah. Right. Isn't it? So, cool. so I love the moon. Love also the moon a whole too. nother show. I'm like, <laughs> I have a connection with the moon. I don't even know. Moon's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, you know, a lot of people are saying that the last day is going to be on Wednesday. Okay. This coming Wednesday. But it depends. We have to look at the night before. So if the night before the moon's a crescent, that means, yes, it's the last day. If the moon isn't a crescent, that means there's one more day left. Because like Groundhog Day. Kind of, yeah. Ramadan is either 29 or 30 days. Okay. It's, one, it's been 29 days the past, you know good number of years mm-hmm. and like i said it all depends on the moon phase if it's a crescent that means yes yeah, the last day again if it's not a crescent you got one more day to go so that's cool because that kind of relates back to the question i asked you i don't know if you remember but what i had read said like ramadan starts depending on the day when the moon is above rises like above mecca or something so i guess it's from like the start of when the moon that's rises so cool. in a certain oh, spot oh, to that. the end when it rises in a certain spot in a way so what happens in Ramadan is every every year it's 10 days earlier. So every year it starts 10 days earlier than it was the year before that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, so the dates change. The it's dates not change. always like May to April. Oh, no, 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 no. Every year it's 10 days earlier. And the best time for it to be is during the winter because sun, sun sets at like 4. Oh, so then you can eat. You're like, yeah, yeah, this isn't even too bad. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm already sleeping when I w- like exactly. when the sun rises. Yeah, that's the, that's the best time to do it. But still, you know, ways away from that. Um, but yeah, when he about the whole moon thing, that's for the last day of Ramadan. Then after the after Ramadan day after that, it's uh, we have a holiday called the Eid al-Fitr. What's Eid? it called? Oh, Eid, right? Eid. Yeah, Eid. yeah. it's called Eid in Arabic. It's Eid al-Fitr. Is it like so, a celebration? Celebration that Ramadan's over. We did it, you know. Like a feast? It's a feast. It's a yeah. feast. It's, you know, it's kind of like Christmas, you know, kind of okay. like, it's you know, you, you know, uh, family gatherings, gifts, mm-hmm. you know, going out with your family, you know, spending time with your family, with your, you know, um, and it's a three-day holiday. Three days. Mm-hmm. Um, and Eid al-Fitr, Fitr means breakfast in Arabic. Oh. So it's the holiday where you could actually have bre- You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, the holiday where you break breakfast. the fast. Break yes, the it's fast. the holiday when you could break <laughs> wow. the fast. Oh, yeah. is that where breakfast comes from, guys? I think yes. it might be break fast. Exactly. Break- when I was younger, yeah. 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 that's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's where breakfast comes from. Breakfast that I've brought. Shout out Ramadan. Dinner and lunch. Yeah, breakfast. <laughs> 
break fast. <laughs> Y'all know how exactly. like um when you spell it when you're young, like words you don't know, like Wednesday. Wednesday. Like I would always go like break fast. Mm-hmm. Like that's how mm-hmm. I would remember yeah. it. And then like you putting in that perspective, I'm like, damn, yeah. I feel like the world is a 360. Like I just didn't even know it. Yeah. Uh, See, and this is why you got, like, everyone listening in and, like, Remy and Mo, thank you so much because the diversity, like, being able to be knowledge in other cultures and understand different diversity and and religions around you, it lets you kind of piece things together. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, even if it's a small connection like that, it's like, you know what? There's more, you know what I mean? There's more to this life, more to this world um, than just being like celebrating Christmas or this or that. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot more holidays and things behind them that have a huge meaning. Absolutely. Um, and I think that, like we said before, the negative connotation, it really has to be pushed out by the positivity of what comes from the culture. That's right. um, yes. And I think you guys are just a super awesome example of that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Of yeah, course. The phobia's got to go. Yep. Sorry, you're saying no, go ahead, Rachel. No, go ahead. That was all. <laughs> I was just gonna say you gotta fight hate with kindness. That's all it is. You know, pe- yes. pe- people hate you. People yep. say, Oh, Muslims are terrorists. You be, you know, you educate them. Exactly. You say, No, I'm not a terrorist. <laughs> but, but um <laughs> There could be know. one, but it's not me. <laughs> My name is Khan and I'm not a terrorist. You educate them, you know, um, you like basically yeah, educate them. You educate them, be like, no, this is not how it is. This is the religion, this is what we believe in, you know. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, Muslims, you know, they, they, you know, they kill, they, you know, they, these unfortunate, you know, labels yeah. that are put on us. Yeah. It's unfortunate. And like I said before, it's the media. Yeah. Yeah. Know? And yeah, it is what it is. All my, my job is as a Muslim is to educate people about it. If you wanted to say anything to the people listening in who maybe are a little Islamophobic or have any type of fear of terrorists or Muslims mm-hmm. or Arabic or Islam or anything like that, what would you say to those people who maybe have that fear? I'd say educate yourself. You know, 100% educate guys. yourself. Yeah. Go, you know, read it, pick up a Quran and read it. Um, you know, there's a lot of English uh, translated Qurans. Pick it up and read it. See what the religion is all about. Don't listen to the media. You know, the news isn't always right, obviously. True. Uh, Seriously. Preach. And yeah, and you know, as someone who's been through Islamophobia, you know, through high school and through middle school, it sucks. But like I said the past couple of times, educate, educate, educate. You got to educate them the way, you know. Keyword of the night, educate, educate educate yourself, educate your friends, educate your family. Do your research. Do your research. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love everything you're saying right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you know, guys, like, I feel like just for myself, I I don't fast. I haven't participated in Ramadan. um, But I do notice that on the days where I am consciously not eating less like I'm not trying to say oh like starve yourself throughout the day or anything like that um but there are days where I'm consciously like you know what I'm not gonna eat today until I get out of work or I'm not gonna eat today till this time I'm gonna drink water I'm gonna drink two bottles of water three bottles of water and I don't feel like um it just helps me reset myself like I feel like it's what you guys are saying and I think honestly anyone could take just a little portion even if you don't want to celebrate all of Ramadan or you don't feel comfortable um, immersing yourself in that religion 
it's kind of like the concepts from it, like being able to take time where you're thinking about other people, where you're not being gluttonous, where you're not being like everything's about me, me, me or eating or materialism or being physical, like mm. just being in the mindset where you're thinking of other people and being conscious of how grateful and blessed you are to have the things that you already have. Right. Um, right. Mm hmm. And like, yeah. I, it is just super cool because Rachel, you're honestly the one that first put me onto this before me, you and Mo even started talking about doing this podcast. Um, like I, it blew my mind that like somebody who I just wouldn't expect to be celebrating this holiday was so diverse and cultured in it. Um, and even like uh, your TikToks, like I've seen a couple of your TikToks you do and you have like, Thank you, Jesse. like um, Islam or well, like Bollywood and stuff yeah, like that. Bollywood, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like I know you have like a thing for this yeah, yeah. It's, in a different way it's like a um, just a love of the culture and I also just wanted to point out something really really quick when I was saying that you know the I made a quick remark it was the my name you know my name is Khan and I'm not a terrorist that is actually a quote from a Bollywood movie just to clear things up it's a movie called my name is Khan and um it's a movie about pretty much exactly what we're talking about um Shah Rukh Khan he's like Huge. He's basically the Tom Cruise of Bollywood. Shaka Khan. Sh Shaka Khan. <laughs> Shahrukh Khan. No, no, it's the Shaka Khan though. Shahrukh Khan is like the Tom Cruise of Bollywood. Basically, he's one of the biggest, oh. um, biggest stars over in India. And um, the movie My Name Is Khan was about how, like, it was basically to me, it was like an Indian version of I Am Sam. And I Am Sam was a movie about like this guy who had he had autism, and Shahrukh Khan played a character who had autism and. He was Muslim and um, his mother always raised him like in the movie, his mother raised him to basically live off of the saying. And it's there are only two time, two kinds of people in the world. Sorry. People that do good and people that do bad. And, you know, because he had this this challenge, he was autistic. You know, he he was challenged by a lot of things. Right. But he always remembered that. And he was very like, you know, connected to his faith and he was very um you know, like a really, um, just a good soul. And there's a scene when he gets stopped in an airport because he goes to America to live with his brother. And, you know, it's like the Islamophobia thing plays in. And he just says to them, like, my name is Khan and I'm not a terrorist. And, like, it's it breaks your heart because he's just this, you know, this sweet person. And, um, you know, it, it the movie shows, like, Especially after, like, you know, 2001, after 9-11, like, the Islamophobia that was happening in America. And it, and it basically, it's this, it's almost like, um, like a, you know, a movie, almost like Forrest Gump, where it's just a very simple-minded man who's trying to get everyone to kind of come together and, like, not, you know, be so, what's the word, so negative towards each other. Right. And, um, yeah, so that quote I threw in there, I just wanted to let people know, you know, that it was from that movie. It wasn't, you know, a remark or anything. So it's it's an excellent film if anyone wants to see it. Can you repeat the name one more? My name is Khan. It's uh, K H A N, and it's on Netflix. I think. Have you seen that one, Mo? Uh, have I seen that one? No, you haven't <laughs> seen that one. No. I was like Rachel. No, I don't know. I yeah. So you're not into Bollywood as much. <laughs> no, no, I mean, Rachel has. You know, showed it to me. Oh, Rachel yeah. put you on? On Bollywood, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, sat him down and he was like, what are you doing to me? I <laughs> no, like, listen, Okay, like that movie we watched last night. What is it called? Oh, Kalho Naho. It, it had a great story. I'm not even going to lie. It had a great story. Um, is there uh, translation on yes, these for people is. who so want to watch? Because okay. I don't speak Urdu. And where would you find these if you to, were 
wanting to watch Netflix. them. Netflix. 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 Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And Kalonoho basically means it means tomorrow might not be there. That's the translation. Ooh, wow. It was sad. It, sad movie. It was sad. Beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. message. If you want to see it, check it out. It's worth it. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know Bollywood's a kind of south. I mean, you know, when I, before I kind of got so into it, you know, you think, oh, it's cheesy. Like there's, and some of the movies, granted, they are kind of cheesy. And like, you know, that's just the, well, you know, that the, was always my impression culture, of them. But it's beautiful. Like if you, if you really yeah. dig deeper and, you know, search for movies, there are some really, really beautiful it's the ones. message under and the messages like, good message it was, it was yeah. great the it, underlying it was, messages of them i liked it better yeah. than the first movie that you showed me <laughs> oh good, what was that good, one good chota, which good, means good, uh, what? It, good, <laughs> good, it means good, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh guys i'm sorry i'm sorry it's been a long week guys i worked all weekend i got chilling backing up from the mic it basically means just some things happen um like it's that was it's it's a classic like '90s Bollywood thing. To my to my Indian and you know like to my Desi listeners, you know these like classic movies and um, you know some of them they they're staples, but there are some cheesy moments. But I mean you know if you really sit down and you watch them, you gain a whole new appreciation for them. And um, it's it's these movies are like things that some of my friends grew up on, you know, that I yeah. met in college and, you know, it's, it's like part of their childhood. And so, um, I don't know, you know, it's just, for some reason I just got super drawn to it and, um, I'm still, I'm going to do that DNA test. Cause I, I don't know. Got a little something, like something, got a little something, something, something there. somewhere up in there. <laughs> <laughs> so. You never know down your bloodline. You don't know who's with who, you know? What is it called again, Rachel? The, the one that you, that you were like, what am I watching? The, the first one. Um, Kuch kuch hota hai. Kuch kuch, kuch, kuch hota hai. Okay. Which means right. something okay. like there's something there. Basically, that's what it means. I mean, I was just, I was just, you know, washing and ripping my hookah the whole time. So yeah. it was, it was, yeah. <laughs> we were slowly, uh, slowly getting into the culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Made a fat bowl. You know? <laughs> Before we get into the hookah, because I want to talk about smoking hookah, I yeah. love me some hookah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mo loves himself some hookah. Oh, yeah. Um, just quickly before we get into that, yeah. is there any like um music that you guys listen to from um like Arabic or Muslim like type music? I'm sorry, I keep saying the wrong terminology. Can you clarify? I can. Um, so Arabs, Arabs, they're a race. Thank you. I got you. And uh. Islam is a religion. Thank you. And the people who practice and follow Islam are called Muslims. Perfect description. Yep. So anybody, uh, just so you know, if I have said it in the wrong term throughout the show, I'm just learning. I'm being educated by my friends right now. Educate, that's it. Um, that's you know, so just educate yourself. I'm trying yeah. to get better. And, um, you know, thank you, Mo, for, Absolutely. you know, pointing that out. Yep. Um, but... Are there any like rap artists or music artists or hip hop or jazz or soul or any type of artist from that culture that you guys the enjoy question. listening to? I'm a Dieb, 100%. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> throw that Malik on. Malik. <laughs> Malik. <laughs>
Young Souls and All My Souls in Between. Welcome back from that dope-ass Malak song by... Amr Diab. Thank you. I couldn't say it as good as yep. him. Um, you know, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. I really did. Um, I felt like it was a super high-vibe um, type music. Mm-hmm. The rest of his album, which I don't know if you know the name of, Mo. I'll pull it up right um, now. Yeah, the rest of his album was pretty good as well. Um, it's just different soul vibes like you just have to feel it some are more uplifting some kind of you know you can feel that they're lovey some are serious mm-hmm. um so it was just it's just super cool all around so thank you mo for putting me on to that absolutely yeah it's called way yeah way yeah way yeah means like you know you spell that w-a-y-a-h w-a-y-a-h way yeah way yeah cool guess what guys Whatever. So I just want to say this real quick. So there's another song we should do. Okay, it's um, it's spelled, and please correct me, because I'm probably butchering this name. Yep. But it's um, it's Diamond Kalamna. Diamond Kalamna. Diamond Kalamna. This is another song we could like possibly. Can we use that as the closing song? Use do you it care? as a closing song. Yes. I've never heard of that song. I it, hope y'all are gonna enjoy that because I'm excited. I've cool never heard Arabic it. Arabic song I found randomly while I literally looked up Arabic music and like, I you know of Arabic. How do you feel about a white Arabic girl putting you on music. to Arabic music? I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm not you know in, in no me real shit. Yeah. In no way trying to like you know like appropriate or anything like that no that is not my my vibe or my not deal at all just love the song and you gotta play it so good and um you know guys uh like i said when we started um talking about this podcast to celebrate and inv- um embrace like the culture in ramadan um me remy and mo we had been um in a group text and Mo kept saying, um, just like, wait, just wait. Like, I'm the hookah master. I'm the hookah master. <laughs> and I was like, yo, like, what are you talking about? You're the hookah master. I go what to all this? the hookah clubs. Like, you know. Um, but the fact is, he sent me a video. He had this dope ass Spider-Man hookah. Yeah. I don't know if that shit was like custom made, like pimp my ride. Um, but yeah. <laughs> he was he was hitting that he was hitting that like harder than this like oh yeah that's like, nothing like that was like baby <laughs> shit for him he's like, <laughs> I don't even know I can't even do it um <laughs> how, like how big is that hookah that you showed me like that that's about mm, like three four feet three or four feet yeah but I have a big one it's like five five and a half feet. I felt like wow. I was like damn yeah. I thought I was like the one going to all the hookah clubs everywhere no, no, and no, then no, Mo's no, out of no. here with this like fire. Fire ass videos. Someone actually asked Mo to become a hookah. Um, I was. A hookah I, what? A hookah I, lounge I used to go to a hookah lounge. He goes, you should work here. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Honestly, I could see it. <laughs> hey, Everyone to Mo's house. More than welcome. And Mo, are you the only one in your family um, that yes. smokes hookah? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no so, no, no. is it a long line of hookah smokers? So, my dad is a fiend, Okay. He he smokes that shit all day. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> if Bubba is Mo listening to Bubba, he's just like, sorry. Bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. A bye podcast. When are we going to Mo's Don't house? show this to We Mo. are all going to Mo's house. Yeah. This is how we do. We smoke hookah all day and, and we up in the club. <laughs> and, my, me, and me and my dad have been working on this addition, too, to my house. It's called the hookah room. Stop it right now. Um, Rachel, Mo, you don't invite me over. You're more he than welcome. You showed me the paint swatches and everything. You're more than welcome. Absolutely. I'll bring all the flavored shisha you could ever want. You're more than welcome to come. 
How's the addition? It's nice, it's right? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. they were asking me what swatches they should do, like, oh, what wow. paint colors. Like doing it up, and, like, doing it up. Oh, yeah. so, so it's like a man cave, but hookah room? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Is that like of. a prayer? Is it a hookah cave? No, no. It's just a you know place to chill and smoke okay. hookah. But yeah, there are times where I come home, you know, from hanging out with my friends. I see my dad sleeping with the hookah holes in his mouth. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Knocked out. Knocked out with hookah mouth. Coals on the ground. I'm like, I'm like, dad, 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 wake up. And he's like, what? And then while he's waking up, he takes another hit. (laughs) Yo, that's real. That's real. My dad, shout out to Baba. He's a legend. Baba. Baba's a legend. Shout out to you. He's a legend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I'd say, yeah, I started smoking hookah after I I saw him smoking hookah. Yeah, like I said, he's a fiend. He does that. (laughs) (laughs) My mom does it too. Not as As often. Not as often. No. Is your dad like on the couch? He's like from Alice in Wonderland, like that cow pillow, and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) My dad comes home from a long day at work. Packs the bowl. <laughs> makes the and that's about it. And he's like, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to smoke my hookah We are peace. not promoting anything. No, 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 no. And anyone listening in, like, no. we all have our different vibes about smoking. If you smoke weed, if you smoke hookah, if you drink, like, anything that you do, if you don't do any of that, that is cool. We absolutely. accept everything yes, on Old Soul and the Young World. It's cultural. It's cultural. Mm-hmm. And it's also mm-hmm. personal. Mm-hmm. Um, if you decide you want to do that, awesome. If you decide that's not for you, awesome. Don't do anything that's not for you um but i personally love myself some hookah and mo does too so we're gonna fucking chop it up about it (laughs) like i said you haven't tried a real hookah unless you tried mine tried mine so what makes your hookah so special (laughs) because you know you know actually what i (laughs) (laughs) now you're good man it's funny You know, like the Cookie Monster, he's like, me, you need cookies. Cookie Monster. I picture Mo like the Hookah Monster. He's like, cool guy, I need the Hookah. Yeah. Like, give it to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is pretty, that you? That's pretty accurate. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Even Rachel, when she comes over, she just comes over well, to me making my bowl. Like, <laughs> I feel like you peer pressured Rachel into that video no. that you guys sent me. I was like, no, 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 no. She was like hitting it so gentle. My, I was like, oh, so in sad. My defense, <laughs> in my defense, she asked for it. Okay. Do you remember? Right. It was consensual. <laughs> it was consensual. <laughs> Do you remember when Alex, your friend, his friend Alex, was shout over? Out to Alex. Shout out to Alex. And um, he, Alex like introduced me and Mo introduced me to a whole new like like uh, way of talking because they were like saying Rachel like um it's so in it's in frame or it's frame right? Oh, and have, I we, said we have we have a lot of inside jokes. Like, slang, is that who and I said in what is frame? <laughs> Yeah. I was like, who's this random number that popped in there? Like, Listen. hey, I'm James, I'm in frame. And then he left the group chat. Yeah, like, what like, is, is in this? frame? Alex, shout out to Alex. He's a legend. He actually uh, just uh, graduated from trucking school. Congratulations, he got, Alex. He got his uh, class A CDL. Wow, it's a huge stat. Oh, yeah. And he's starting work tomorrow. Making bank, Alex. Alex, we have a lot of inside jokes that I probably shouldn't get into in this podcast. Wait, maybe <laughs> next podcast. Maybe, maybe. Maybe we'll yeah. bring Alex on. You oh, guys absolutely. Can... <laughs> Let's bring him on. <laughs> um, but, like, just speaking of hookah, yeah. is there a certain flavor? Is there a certain oh. proper way to prepare your hookah? Like, okay. what is the vibe? So, I'm glad he brought that up. So... Me, Mo's like actually, I have a step by step written do. out twenty steps. No, I do, I do, <laughs> and that's why it's the best hook in the world. Uh, so I don't doubt it. Oh no, trust me. So 
my personal favorite is double apple mixed with mint. Ooh, that's, I love that's, some mint. That's that, that's the traditional flavor. That sounds. You go to Jordan, you know where I'm from, Jordan. You know that's the most. You know that's the flavor that most people smoke there. Okay. Um, you go to Lebanon, for example, uh, lemon mint is the most. Uh, oh, so there's like kind of cultural, different cultural flavor preferences. Kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay. I'd say so. Like you know, I have you know, shout out to George, my uh, le- my friend I met in college. He's from Lebanon. He's a big lemon mint guy. Mm-hmm. Lemon guy. All my friends I know from Lebanon, lemon mint, lemon mint. Watermelon lemon. mint lemon is mint. one of my no, oh, but oh, mine. Oh, oh. I love watermelon oh, so mint. Good. So, so bomb. good. Watermelon mint is it's like good. refreshing. Oh yeah, Ooh. no, it's good. Uh, Sounds good. <laughs> so yeah, uh, my dad, what he smokes, he smokes this. Um, Fruit flavored hookah, but me and him make our hookahs so differently. So he takes a hit of mine, he hates it, and I take a hit of his, and I want to puke. Like, what does that mean, <laughs> though, to people who don't smoke hookah? Like, what do you mean make them differently? Like, that sounds like a drink. Like, oh, like, I put this much alcohol. Oh, like, the taste, the taste of it. Okay. Yeah. So, me, like my dad. So, before I get into that, I'll tell you, you know, the steps I take to make the hookah. So it could be more, Please you know, do. more. Uh, I'm going to take so notes right sense. now for myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> So first of all, I grab the shisha, I press it. I take all of the juices away from it. I press it and dry it. Oh. So that's that's something a lot of people don't do. I was do. like, I've never heard of that. You go okay. to a hookah lounge, they give you the shisha, all gross and nasty and wet. They slap it into the bowl and put the, you know, the tinfoil on top and give it to you. Yeah. No, that's not how I do it. Okay. You know, I, I, I probably, if I'm making a nice hookah, it takes me 30 minutes to make. Y'all heard that, right? Vibe telling him. A vibe podcast? Y'all heard that? 30 minutes to make. <laughs> it's a vibe. Gaucher yeah. yeah. strip. Sounds like an open invite. Oh, yeah. Gaucher is most More than welcome. Um, I press the shisha. I make sure it's dry. And I take the bowl. A lot of people are like, just grab the shisha and like this. You know, they grab and like throw it in there. No. Yeah. Like out of the container, just like they take the like yeah. juicy, like, yeah. yeah. it's nasty. <laughs> That's not how you do it. Mm-hmm. You take it, you take a little bit and you sprinkle it inside. Yeah, okay. you gotta you gotta sprinkle it in. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sprinkle it. Yeah, you sprinkle it. Got that salt bay vibe. Sprinkle it. Sprinkle it. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of <laughs> a little like, you know, the the, 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 the magic touch, right? <laughs> you sprinkle it inside, you know, you make sure it's full. And when you poke the holes, people poke the holes like they this poke, you know, randomly start poking everywhere. You know, yeah. in the tinfoil. You put the tinfoil on top and you poke the holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But for me, no, you have to do it in circles. So you do a big circle, you do a smaller circle, and then a smaller circle. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> Rachel's dying over here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like I'm literally dying. so excited that I you're telling me these secrets. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, this yeah. is secret. About it. I am passionate about it. It's so cool, though, because like I would not know how to make your it. knowledge. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you obviously you heat up three coals and make sure when you put the coals, the, you know, the burnt, the, you know, the hot charcoal on the hookah, you put it on the edges. You don't put it in the middle. Because you put it in the middle, it burns the hookah quickly. Yeah, you know that, right? Yes, I yeah. do. Some people. I always move them to the outer edge. You have to. You, you have, have to. Or it'll to. taste like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, you sound like a chef. Yeah, yeah, I'm a hookah chef. But my, but here's that's what my dad does. Ready? My dad dries it. Right? He dries the shisha like I do. But so he, your dad taught you to dry it. Yeah. Okay. But he grabs the shisha and throws it in there. He just throws it in there. 
not me. I sprinkle it in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he throws mm-hmm. it in there. He, <laughs> he, so that uh, will make it like stronger or less strong, I like for I, people listening who don't smoke. It just it just makes it taste bad. You gotta you, you gotta do it perfectly. Okay, to make it taste good. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> you just you, you, you gotta take pride in it. You make know it what I mean? Love. <laughs> do it with love. Yeah, yeah Rach. Do yeah. it. You say yeah. love in Arabic. Hub. 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 Do it with hub. Hub with hub. Yeah. <laughs> you know you gotta take pride. Throw in some it. hub on it. Yeah, <laughs> some hub on it. Um. Yeah, I, I take pride into it. You know, that's just me. <laughs> but like I said, my dad just throws it in there, and he puts the tin foil. Just poke, start poking randomly, and he doesn't care. And then he always like roasts me, and makes fun of me for taking too long. And I'm like, at least my hookah tastes good. Yeah, I, I hate yours. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. how you smoke yours. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and obviously, you know, every two to three days, you have to clean out your hookah. You gotta, you know, scrub. I have a hookah brush. I grab my, you know, I brush my hookah, I clean it, I scrub it, you know. <laughs> How about like cloud game? Like, do you get big clouds? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I get How big clouds. How compared to your dad's, does he get bigger clouds because no. he has more shisha? No. My dad actually gets less clouds than I do. Oh. The more clouds you get, you know, the the better your hookah is. You know that you did your hookah right. Mm, you don't want to be packing it all in there so, like, the airflow yep. and, that's like, the why, smoke that's can't why come you up. sprinkle it in because of the airflow. Exactly. Got you. Got that's you. That's why you got to, yep. Yeah, uh, I have like what one, two, three, four. Have seven or eight hookahs at my house. You have seven or eight hookahs. Yeah, what? Mo, we need to be cool a long oh, time ago, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you're more than welcome. That is mm-hmm. honestly, it's really, really cool, and it's super awesome. That it's like something that you culturally have learned. Like I feel like me, it was more like. Oh, when I was going out to clubs and I'm not a huge drinker, so there was a hookah there. I'm like, I'm gonna be smoking this hookah all oh, night. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. I got adapted to wanting to smoke hookah a lot. Um, because like I said, I'm not a huge drinker, but I feel like for you, it's like, when did you start smoking hookah? Uh, 16. 16? Or 17. 16 or 17. By choice? By choice. Okay. Yes. And supported by parents? Uh, Not really supported, but... But, okay. They, listen, the, what my dad tells me is that, you know, if I do something, I can't, t- I can't tell you not to do it, mm-hmm. you know? Because uh, my daddy, like I said, he's a fiend. Smokes that shit all day, <laughs> all night. So he can't be telling me, no, you can't do it. Right, you know what I mean? Because right. that's what he told me. But if you didn't want to do it, he wouldn't have oh, a, no, a problem no, with it at all. Not. No, absolutely no so way. personal no way. choice. personal choice. Yes. Yes. Just like everyone listening, it's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Anything we're saying that you don't agree with, that is completely, completely fine. Okay. We're just here to have an open conversation about Ramadan, about smoking, about finding yourself, absolutely. about hookah, about mm-hmm. cool vibes. And, um, and actually, my poor dad, because... Smoking invalidates your fast. So my poor dad <gasps> can't, <No>! can't smoke <laughs> all day. From dusk till dawn. Yeah, literally I mean, no, so sad. <laughs> From dusk till dawn he can. So, From... so, so right at, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Rachel. No, no, go ahead. I'm so, good. you know, right after my dad, after my dad eats, uh, right away, eat straight to hookah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the hookah. <laughs> He's like, during Ramadan, I stay up till four in the morning. Yeah, four he, in the morning he, smoking. He actually stays up later in Ramadan than usually. Yeah. 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 My dad's a legend. He's such a Shout sweet out to man. Baba. Really. Yeah. Baba. Baba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say Baba Ganoush. I don't know where I've Baba ever heard Baba that, Baba but that's Ganoush. like what I want to say. Uh, <laughs> it's the delicious um, yep. Middle Eastern dish. Yep. Oh, okay. So I'm a little on point there. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's so good. What is that, Rach? What Baba Ganoush is, is... Um, it's like an, a roasted eggplant um, 
mashed up. So it's basically like an eggplant dip. Kind of. And so yeah. Mo was kind of roasting me the other day about it, saying, um, like, oh, I'm having some eggplant dip. Because, like, that's what I used to call it before I. I mean, I knew what baba ganoush was, but I, I never knew for, it was that I at all. I thought that it was like, you know, um, I thought there was more to You know what I mean? But it's really just roasted eggplant with different. Um, uh, what else is in it? Like lemon, uh, lemon salt, juice. You know, so, uh, delicious. So uh, good. You know, uh, sesame paste or sesame sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Arabic, it's called intabal in Arabic. Okay. Is there any tahini uh-huh. in it or no? It's tahini. That, that's sesame paste. Or sesame oh, tahini. Okay. tahini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tahini. I love yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You that's know how you this? make yeah. um, hummus. You put that that's in hummus right. to make like yeah. uh, with the chickpeas. Oh, yeah, yeah. so yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, I think I call it sesame sauce it's or what, sesame it's, paste It's sesame paste. It is. Sesame paste. Yeah, it actually is sesame paste. It like puts it, it like is what makes it stick together. Kind of, yeah. It makes it like thick. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yep. look at us. Yep. Two different cultures with oh, the yeah. same thing. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> um, it like so you guys sent me a video of you smoking some hookah, but I know you're not a huge um hookah smoker. Right. How did you feel about it or what's your experience with uh like using hookah at all? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not you know, I'm not a huge hookah smoker by any means. I'm not the hookah master like this guy over here. <laughs> Monster. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know um, I've tried it. I, You know, it's, it's um, like you said, it's not for everyone. But I, I do like some of the, um, like, the fruit flavors. And, you know, it's not necessarily... It's not the, let's just say, the worst thing you could do. It's um, something I don't do all the time. But it's kind of, you know, more of a recreational hookah smoking. Mm-hmm. It's, um... But I'm sorry, I forget the rest of your question. What was your... Oh, that's about it. I that just kind of want to know what your vibe yeah, was about I mean, the hookah. I'm yeah. open, open about it. I don't, um, you know, I don't, like, no judgment to anyone who doesn't want to do it or to anyone who does do it a lot. You know, also no judgment. Everyone kind of has their own choice. And, yes. You know. yes. Yeah. That is what we freedom are about. Yes. So, yeah, wow. Yes. Your own choice, your own freedom of choice, your own freedom to be whoever the hell you want to be. Um, if you want to smoke hookah, if you want to celebrate Ramadan, if you don't, um, if you want to do it halfway, if you want to do it not at all, that is fucking cool. We mm-hmm. appreciate you here on Old Soul in the Young World. Um, and, you know, guys, actually, just to kind of, you know, close out the show a little bit, um, I kind of want to ask you both a question. Sure. Um, something that I did want to ask in the beginning of this show, but I feel like we got a little caught up. We were chatting it up. We were chopping it up. Um, we had a lot to say. Uh, so just kind of, you know, being on Old Soul in the Young World, what I ask my guests that come on, and you can have any answer to this question. If you want to say, like, pickles, like, that's <laughs> fine. I don't care. Um, like, so I'm going to just start with Mo, if that's okay, Rach. Um, and then we can go to Rach. But yeah, same question for cool. both of you. What does it mean to you guys, specifically to yourself, whatever it means to you, the definition of being an old soul in a young world. To watch a lot of Marvel movies. Ooh, <laughs> fire! What a good answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There Iron Man, Iron Man, Captain America, Spider Man, Thor, Doctor Strange, all of them. <laughs> yeah. He gets his old soul knowledge yeah. from the movies. Oh, That's yeah. what's up. They're all legends. Oh. They're legends. Avengers Assemble. And now mm-hmm. Mo is a hookah legend. So yes. he takes that and he grows himself into right. his own legend. Yep. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> and Rach, how about you? What do you feel like it is to be like an old soul in the young world? To be an old soul in a young world for me is probably just sometimes feeling a little bit out of place, um, you know, in a generation where 
we are like so you know i it's funny i heard this song recently it's um i keep hearing it on the radio it's weird i feel like it's like a sign or something but they keep saying like they sing in it with a lonely generation a pixelated version of ourselves Ooh. and like you know I it's know like the they're yeah, singing yeah. about you know like how everything is so social social media related and not that that's not you know it's not always a bad thing there's some pros and cons to it but Really, it uh, old soul in a young world to me means someone who is trying to not be part of that all the time and just wants to live their life, you know, off the screen sometimes and, and just like enjoy and, you know, be more one with themselves. And um, also just someone that maybe connects more with like an older generation's music or like they feel like, oh, maybe I was there somehow, some way, like, you know, who knows that, you know, in another life or something, I feel super connected to this, but I don't know why. That's basically what it means. Can you drop that bomb one more time, Richie? Very two completely different answers. But that is the most beautiful thing, guys. It is two completely different answers because it's two completely different people. And I'm a different person myself. So it's three completely different people here on a show talking about old soul, young world vibes, talking about Ramadan, talking about, you know, not judging anyone, talking about self-love, talking about being a better person, guys. Like the only thing we can do each week is come up to be someone better than we were the week before. Every day to be someone better than you were the day before. It doesn't matter how you got there. It doesn't matter what you're doing to get there. It's about getting there and working to get there. Um, So Mo, thank you so much. Rachel, Thank you so freaking much. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Thank Thank you you for having us. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate everything you had to say. Congratulations to both of you for making it to almost the end of Ramadan. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And anyone else listening in who has been fasting, who has been um, celebrating Ramadan, um, or who is part of the Muslim culture and is trying to educate other people on what that even means, you know, you have a purpose in this world. You are doing something great to uplift the people around you and to help them be more um, culturally diverse. And that's what we're doing on Old Soul in the Young World. We just want to show you different perspectives from different people so that you can open your eyes and you can open your third eye and you can just see more into the future of who you would want to be. We don't live in one world. We don't live in one soul. We don't live in one phase or one lifetime. You know, guys, everything is constantly changing constantly evolving um constantly becoming something new even if you know yourself today something can happen between today and tomorrow that makes you a whole new you um so honestly shout out to everybody like i said who's celebrating ramadan um shout out to all the hard work and sacrifice that you've been putting in and rachel and mo for everything you guys have you know sacrificed or the prayer that you've gone through or the self-acceptance that you've gone through in the past month that's that's huge. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you, Jesse. Um, and I can't wait. You know, I know we're going to chop it up again. I know we, that we will come together again, the three of us. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but what Rachel and Mo said tonight, guys, uh, educate yourselves, research, right. do your mm-hmm. own education so that you can have your own sense of opinion so you don't have to base your facts off the media. So right. you don't have to base your facts off Islamophobia. So you don't have to be involved in things that people speak about if that's not how you feel inside. We all have our own sense of self. And, you know, that's why I'm here speaking on Old Soul in the Young World. um, So I can explain to you guys that we 
all have our own sense. We all have our own diversity. It's just about finding it. Um, so, you know, guys, we are going to continue our journey um, here on Old Soul in the Young World. Next week, we're going to chop it up with some more guests. Um, but, you know, if you want to know anything um, more about Ramadan, please feel free to hit me up on any of my social medias. Um, Facebook at Old Soul in the Young World. Twitter at Old Soul in the Young World. Um, you can also hit me up on my IG at J-E-S-S-I-E underscore E-L-L-L-Y. And Rachel Mo, would you mind plugging yourselves in case anyone has questions? Sure. Go Go oh, okay. So if anyone wants to also DM me, you know, with any questions or Mo, um, my first of all, for my music, though, if you have any, you know, you want to check out my music. And we'll be back about Rachel's music because oh, we got sure. a lot to say about that. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Check out, uh, check me out at... It's uh, Remy, and that's R-E-M as in Mary, M as in Mary, I-E underscore one. That's my music page on Instagram. And then check me out also on YouTube at Remy. Literally just type in Remy and um, and you'll see my my page hopefully pop up. Yes. <laughs> so I don't really use Instagram that much, guys. So we could, you know, uh, add me on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, M-O-H-A-N-N-A-D, the first name, last name. G-H-O-S-H-E-H. Hit me up on Facebook Messenger if you have any questions. And you know, guys, I just want to say thank you so, so much for all the people who have been tuning into Old Soul in the Young World. Your support, um, everything, all the positive comments means so much to me and my guests coming on the show. Um, because what they have to say gets to be put out there to the masses. So we get more people educated, more people involved, and more people able to speak about open communication. Um, because that's not something that we do in today's day and age. So thank you for tuning in. And we will see you next week on Old Soul in the Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie.